Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. I am Tud Prime. <laughs> and I'm Obert. <laughs> Tud is uh, still here. Same, I, same old Tud. Same old Tud. We got rid of Tud. We uh, bought a robot to fill in. We thought that that was more economical. Um, runs on beer. Less beer than the original Tud ran on. So we <laughs> named it Tud Prime. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. You know, just the 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 M- MPBs is just way way better. So. <laughs> oh man. Oh, you drop a case of Bud Light in this thing, it'll go 500 miles. That tank. <laughs> that's, that's pretty economical. Yeah. I'm glad to yeah. know that I'm so efficient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, now welcome back, Tad Prime. Yes. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Man of people, comma, Tud Prime. I don't, I don't know so about that. So many honorifics. I mean, M- M-O-P-T-P. <laughs> you just use the, the apostrophe is how you designate the prime. There you go. Oh. Yeah. yeah, but but yeah. Optimus Prime actually spelt out Prime in his name. It's true. Ooh, it's true. true. And if I'm anybody, I'm definitely close to Optimus Prime. I think whenever you have a handle from Amazon, you could be uh, Ted Prime. <laughs> <laughs> this, this moment brought to you by Amazon. Right. <laughs> Amazon, right in. That's a good sponsorship opportunity right there. There you go. Yeah. Well, we tried that for a little bit. Didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, we did. It didn't work out so good. We got fired for it. <laughs> we did we did in fact get told no more. No, they were no just, more, Amazon. They were so excited they that we were being partners with us anymore. Well, we were just sending yeah. so much business, they were like, guys, we can't accept this. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we can't we can't quite we can't quite handle this. Oh man. Everybody's buying these kitchen mamas and stuff, but um, it was it was when we started yeah. selling air and people were like oh you can buy air off of Amazon Prime. I've just and, been breathing the stuff for free like a sucker. Yeah, they were so confused. <laughs> air, air Prime. Oh man, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, oh well, I I, I kind of work for Amazon again. Do you? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm affiliated uh, th- through through Twitch, which is a subsidiary of. Amazon. That's true. That's a good That's point. True. So I'm 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 a double agent. Well, I mean, now hopefully you don't get kicked off this time because oh man, if I get fired from Amazon twice, oh no. But no, it's good to have the original gang all back together. Thanks yeah. for uh, Kiwi Tud for filling in. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, man, I swear some some of the tangents we get on with Kiwis just they're 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 really good. So I appreciate her taking time to come hang out with us. Uh, you know. So thank you again, Tud. For you're that. welcome. <laughs> I can I can and, accept uh, her thank yous and say yes, you're welcome. Yes. Yeah, you are one entity. Yes. <laughs> but this also marks the end of uh, Sobuary for Tud. Ooh, that's true. It does. Now, granted, the Super Bowl was earlier this week, so that all I've already drank. <laughs> I've already drank. Right. You weren't you weren't saving it for the pod. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I watched. I watched Joe Burrow get screwed out of a title. Well, in that case, you don't mind me drinking first. Then I was gonna do this whole thing where I'm like, "Man, you must be really ready for this beer." No, well, I you had them yesterday. So. I could drink first. I got mine here. Mine's. I'm worried my, if I wait any longer, mine's gonna be too warm, and we have to put it back in the fridge. So, so Just I think I should go. Stealing my spotlight. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, you you kind of gave it away as we as we discussed. <laughs> so, but no, I think it's officially beer thirty. Uh huh. Talk um, time. I'm thirsty. It's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. All right. Woo. And all is right in the world again with me back at the soundboard. Back behind <laughs> the controls of the soundboard. Um, I have one I'm excited about from a brewery that we all enjoy some of their barrel-aged stuff, and that's Founders. Ooh, okay. Um, this one caught my eye. It's uh, such a unique combination of flavors that I was like, this has got to go on the podcast. So I picked up a four-pack of this beer called Fruitwood. Um, it's part of Founders Barrel Age series, and it is a cherry ale aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. Over, oh, so I think we, you shouldn't drink it, but you should put it in a box and send it to me. Yeah. Well, I think you can find this one near you. Near you. This is, I don't think this is a Montana exclusive Founders, but uh, if you can't, let me know, because I, I got three left. I bought a four-pack. Um, 17, 16, 17 bucks. I thought that was a pretty good deal. I was like, if it was 20, I don't know if I would have picked it up. but Or I would have grabbed a single. But for, right. for that price, I grabbed all four. But it says they took a crisp, light-bodied cherry ale and hid it away in oak barrels that have held both bourbon and maple syrup. After a lengthy stint, it emerged a changed beer, blanketed in notes of warm vanilla and earthy sweetness. The wood proves itself the star of this beer, adding depth and taming the tart cherry while a maple imposes a velvety texture that lingers for not a moment too long. 8% ABV. Wow. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, it's a combination that you don't really see that often. But So, Chris, I want to I make a, uh, a little game with you real quick. Okay. Is this, let's, let's guess what Obert's going to think about this beer. Will this beer be thick? Will it be thin? Will he like it? What is what is your guess? Um, I mean, I think he's going. I think he's going to like it. I think it'll be. Let me see. Aged in bourbon barrels with maple syrup. I think it'll be on the thicker side. You know, maybe a heavy mouthfeel. Um, it's gonna be uh more bourbon than more bourbon than sweet, and uh he's gonna enjoy it. He's gonna give it a, a rating of which I I know in my head. So, okay. You gotta write it write it somewhere I can't okay. see it. Maybe send and, it on a Discord chat to tell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, and so, in uh, honor of obviously gambling this past weekend, I'm gonna take the opposite of this. Okay. And I think that he's gonna. I still think he's gonna like it because I don't know how you don't like a beer like this. But I think it's gonna be thin. I think it's gonna be a little too sweet, and I don't think he's gonna get any bourbon flavor at all. I think he's gonna get a lot of maple syrup and a lot of cherry. Interesting. Interesting. I like this this beer production. And um, I just poured it in a glass out of and out I will of sight. Send, yeah, I'll send you my rating co-hosts. too. And um, I gotta say, I think I hear a faint steel drum in the distance because this might be a, turning into more of a Tud Cleo beer than uh, than a Chris the Psychic beer. Because <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll hold it up here, but it, it definitely it's you know well filtered. It's got a very fizzy, effervescent head. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem thick at all um which i it's all, I would have... it's all in the mouth taste <laughs> yeah we'll see um because i would have guessed maybe something a little closer to what chris was describing had before i opened it but 
now that I pour it, it is very much like you can see it's a cherry ale. It's not mm. it's not um, very bourbony, mapley, rich stout kind of thing. So okay, uh, it smells it smells not too strong, honestly. You really got to stick your nose in there to to pick up any aroma at all. You get the the cherry tartness on the nose. I can't smell any bourbon or maple. Yeah, just a just a mild cherry aroma. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, but let's see the true test here as I take a sip. I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. This beer is tripping me out. It is weird. <laughs> oh, no. It's, like I said, I expected it to be a bubbly ale. And I, looking back on the back of the bottle here, as I read off, it's got the the maple imposes a velvety texture that it lingers not a moment too long. I definitely get that rich maple for sure. Um, so it's going to be sweet. It's very sweet. It's really sweet. Um, you get a ton of maple compared to the bourbon it's a lot more i just can't help in my mind of thinking something as a maple bourbon barrel like stout and i'm just like it's such a weird clash of expecting this to be like a rich chocolatey stout right but instead it's the tart sweet cherry combined with the sweet maple syrup almost like um like a maraschino cherry or like Mm. some kind of a sweet syrupy cherry yeah I get like that, that maraschino syrup you get in the cherry jar. Mm. The taste um, drops off pretty abruptly. It doesn't, it doesn't um, stick around like a bourbon barrel stout would. I don't know. I think you know. I was worried about. I took this beer out about sixty minutes ago out of the fridge. I was worried that I let it warm up a little too much, but it's still. And I guess the other thing is this being out of a bottle. It's a little bit more insulated than out of a can. It's still right. it's still cool. It's still cold, and um, I think that's hiding a little bit of the, the more expressive flavors. It almost tastes like a mead, if that makes sense. Where it's like it thick has... and bourbon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> velvety mouth taste. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, it's a, I get you. Yeah, or like an apple wine. Maybe I could kind of yeah. get with this. Um, it's good. I don't think I need to mail it to you guys, though. I don't okay. think that's fair. I don't think it's um. Send them both to Tud. Incredibly missing <laughs> out on. But um, yeah, it's good. Uh, a little disappointed for the clash of flavors. I was ex- I was really gonna be thinking this would be good, and this is another one. Like I said last week, I would add to a flight board, but I wouldn't necessarily grab a six pack or, in my case, a four pack of. Um, <laughs> It's a it's nice in moderation. It's a good right. variety. It's a good different beer, but it's not going to be the next style. Everybody's the founders isn't going to add this to their year round rotation. I think. But that being how said, how long will it take you to finish the pack of beer you have now? Well, I only have four, and I've actually been trying to really uh, strongly institute a clean fridge policy. It's kind of my twenty twenty two resolution that I know Tud Tud always has. I the had same one of ideas. those. Um, it failed. There's not a lot. And I really, I've been trying to not buy more beer until I drink a certain amount down. You know what I mean? 
Mm. So I have about a six pack of hairless dog in there. Um, one more of the Connecticut Easy Ales, uh, a Russian Imperial Stout, this four pack I just bought, and like one or two others. And that's pretty much all I have in the fridge right now. Um, so not long. I, um, I managed to power through and finish those Guinness extra stouts <laughs> during the Super Bowl. <laughs> so I'm going to try and get these out of there as soon as I can so I can buy some beer that I actually enjoy. So, um, but not to talk, not to take too much away from this beer. It still is a three and a half for me. Um, I appreciate the different style. I appreciate trying something new, like um, you know the the people at uh, Wizard of Oz who've never seen ruby slippers before. They're like a horse of a different color. This is a a different color beer, different style. Um, so I always like having something new on the show. So happy to do that. What um, what is untapped, Scott, for for a check-in count here of this Fruitwood F R O O T? I didn't mention that for our people who aren't on the webcam. So there's like uh, a lot of different yearly variants. Actually, I know you said yeah, and I actually was doing a little bit of research about this. It seems as if this was a tap room beer up until or from 2017, uh-huh. and in 2021 they bottled this is their first like commercial batch so oh okay um so i think that i could see that being challenging to figure out on untapped what's going on right so i mean there's there's two 2022 and just the straight up fruit wood i don't know which you would prefer whichever's got the higher count the higher count okay well okay so the straight up fruit wood has exactly Forty thousand ratings. What is? What are the chances? Forty thousand. All right. Exactly. Okay, so maybe it's 40, not 000. a tap. Wasn't a tap room exclusive. I yeah. know. I never heard of this before, but it's apparently no, pretty I, popular. I had neither. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, the one thing I will mention is while this does seem to be a new release for this year, it says twenty twenty two release on the corner um, right here. It's my webcam not focusing, but the bottled on date is eleven fifteen twenty one. So well, I mean that makes sense because <laughs> it probably doesn't make it out into. To distribution for a few months. I guess. But so anyway, it's another reason I'm like not like it doesn't have to be the 2022 check-in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to add a curiosity, though, how many check-ins does that one have? Uh, not not nearly as many. It is uh, 765. Yeah, get out of here with that. Give me the, <laughs> give me the, the original, the OG. Okay. Yeah. 40,000. Exactly. On the dot. I... I uh, I can't believe it, honestly. Okay, well, as <laughs> the forty thousand and first check-in, I guess I got to go with a four point oh one. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes sense, but it is incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, all right, uh, uh, three point seven seven. So okay, um, you know, and uh, just for fun, uh, the twenty twenty two. If you had chosen that, is a four point oh five. So you would have been a little bit. A little bit closer there. That's so. crazy how different that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, smaller smaller batches, obviously, but, like, I think that's the highest. Oh, yeah, like 3.96 for 21, 377, 385, 411 in 2020. Apparently, 2020 is the version to get. So, huh. That's um, wild that there's so many. The discrepancy. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. can't, Founders is putting out pretty consistent stuff. This yeah. just goes to show you that Untapped is all, it's all crap. <laughs> this could easily have been a 4.01 so i'm just gonna word myself a tally and we'll just, move just, on. Put it, put it, just put it up there <laughs> yeah yeah but all right so 
with my uh, what? One of my point two four off. Yeah. Jeff Gordon, yeah. put it on the board. Well, there you go, Jeff Gordon. Hey, that's an automatic win. So, so Ober, just for fun, you know, as you know, Chris and I guessed. We both thought that you would write this a three seven five. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. I, th- well, I think I, I definitely right thought in between gonna... my guess and my right. untapped guess. So. I mean, we're on pace with the world, really. And it makes sense that co-hosts are like right in between. Would you know, kind of average out me and the world. <laughs> so. That's true. That is true. Who Who do you think won though? The 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 script off. Oh, easily me. I yeah, mean, I, I thought I, so I mean, too. I, no, I mean, like, if you think about it, though, like, you did mention it was beer once, so I was pretty close. That's <laughs> true. I was pretty close there, so, uh, I mean, you think about it. <laughs> All right, well, Todd, I know you've waited six or seven long weeks for this moment, so I won't keep you any longer um, from ending your soap you here here live on the show. Cool. Let me, um, me, let me crack on into it. This week, in honor of ending Sobuary... I'm doing a Hop Slam by Bell's Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, we all know that, uh, that Bell's is out of Ohio, right? So they're Kalamazoo. Maybe we, no? Maybe we don't all know. Comstock, Michigan. Okay. Right state, at least. Um, so this is this is the yearly annual release. Um, it's a double India pale ale brewed with honey. Uh, weighs in at 10% ABV. And it says shelf life of three months. Okay, and are, are you within the shelf life here? Yes, so this was canned on January 13th, 2022. So it is a relatively new release. Nice. Yeah, and I'm well within that, that three-month window. Um, interestingly enough, I've never seen this before. My can informs Puerto Rico not to litter. Interesting. That's it. it doesn't say that it's it says, that it's recyclable anywhere, any other state. It says, Puerto Rico, do not litter. Everywhere else, throw this can wherever you want. But if you're in Puerto Rico... Don't let her. Right. Maybe you got like the special Puerto Rican release one somehow. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so were, the you can... just, were you just in San Juan the last episode? Is that where you were? That's that's where I was. I was out there just hanging out on the beach, and I saw this beer, and I decided to bring it back. Um, so I do have a new a new beer glass this week from Eighth Ooh, Wonder Brewing that. Company. Ooh, Ooh, fancy. Look at that. Yeah, can you back that, that glass up a little bit? Back the huh. glass up. That is nice. a very, uh, very new, unique shape. It's almost like a goblet you have there. Nice, yeah. Nice stem. Nice crystal stem. So, so Eighth Wonder is out of Houston, Texas. Um, last week when, when I wasn't on the podcast, I was in Houston. And we stopped by a brewery, and it happened to be Eighth Wonder. And they had a pretty good deal that I wanted to mention um, while, I, you know, while I get ready to, to t- taste this beer. So... Their beers the were all die down. Don't don't lie. <laughs> no, no. It, I think it was a pretty solid pour. Go check out the Instagram um, to take a look at the pour, and then you can be the judge if it was a good pour or not. So, anyways, they charge six dollars for all of their beer at Eighth Wonder, but they have a deal where if you spend fifteen dollars, you get three beers and you get to keep the glass. So naturally, I saved three dollars. And I got a glass. Can't argue with that deal. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I like to bring. I like to bring beer back on in my luggage. I would never try and salvage a glass, though. That's a pretty risky maneuver. I I did surprisingly throw it into the suitcase too. Like it lasted the whole way back on a flight in yeah. like the cargo area. 
Shout out to American Airlines crew, cargo crew. <laughs> <laughs> so the beer looks like your your standard um kind of like West Coasty style IPA. It's it's slightly filtered, but it's it's not fully filtered. Um, on the nose, it smells very boozy. Obviously, ten percent ABV, it's gonna have that that little bit of booziness smell to it. It does smell extremely bitter. Um, and I, I do get a lot of the uh, like the pine resin smell as well. No honey. Yeah, this is I know a very popular offering from Bell's. I don't think I've ever had it before though. Yeah, I don't know if I I, I probably have had other years like I know it's a yearly release, so there's going to be yeah different years and untapped. But I, I'm sure I've had previous years iterations before, but I can't recall what they what they are. Um, let's dive on in. Drinks a beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's good, ooh yeah. That's more like it. Keep pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins, zwei, drei. Eins, zwei, drei. Beer. Das Um. So it is very bitter. Uh. I don't know what the doesn't say the IBUs on the can, but I would imagine it's well over a hundred. Really? Um, yeah, it's very bitter. The honey, I don't get a lot of honey flavor. Um, it does taste kind of like your standard West Coastian style IPA, where it's I, I don't know where the honey like. I guess the honey in an IPA kind of doesn't make sense, and it would have been eaten up by the the yeast to create alcohol. But it, it just I don't get any of that. I get a lot of like pine resiny type flavor with with a hell of a lot of bitterness. Untapped says 65 IBUs and 10% ABV. I think you might have said that. Yeah. So it's it's only 65. It is very bitter for being 65. Hmm. Maybe that's part of the the magic of the honey is that it kind of ups the the bitterness flavor. It's like it's, it's like, for... it's like it, it's bee stings. <laughs> Oh, that's how, okay. That's, that's what, what's happening in my tongue. That's what I feel every time I eat honey. It's just like thousands of bees are stinging my mouth. They're, they're coming after you for eating their food. That's right, or their poop, or whatever it is. <laughs> their puke. Pretty sure. I think it is puke, actually. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, it's got a very good mouth feel to it. Um. You know, maybe the. That's probably where the honey probably plays the most. Most amount of role in this beer is that it's it kind of softens the mouthfeel a little bit kind of like an alternative to lactose kind of adds a nice little type of body to it but other than, other than that you know and maybe the all the bee stings that are occurring in my mouth I'm, I'm not getting a whole hell of a lot of the flavor out of the honey um mm. it's not well, overly sweet i think the bitterness just masks that this is what this is what their description says has to say about the honey. It says, A generous malt bill and a solid dollop of honey provide just enough body to keep the balance in check, resulting in a remarkably drinkable rendition of the double India pale ale style. I, I agree with that that sentiment. I mean, it's, you know, I guess if it's if the idea is to tone it down a little bit, then, yeah, mission accomplished. I, I, I just wonder, do I get a dollop of honey in each can? Is it just a dollop of honey in the whole batch? How, how and how much is a dollop? Like, do a dollop of Daisy from the commercial is you know is on a little spoon, and they go. But yeah, like, I I like to imagine you get a spoonful of honey in that can, like two tablespoons. That's that's a dollop. Yeah, right? that's more. That's two dollops. I think that's right? a dollop and a quarter. Oh, uh, yeah. 
So yeah, it's it's drinkable. It's not my favorite. Yeah, you know, I was really hoping that you were going to come back with like a fuck 2022 or something here. I was going to until I saw this. And I saw that it was like just brewed. Um, I know it's one of those beers that people tend to go out and seek out and search out. Um, so I, 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 I should have brought the, the, you know, the fuck 2022. Uh, also the, or, or, and, or the, uh, fuck Sobuary as well. Um, I have them both and maybe next week one of them will make an appearance, but this one I felt, I feel like I made, I made a mistake just because I, I was like, oh, Hey, this is cool beer. Super unique, you know. I first time I saw it, so I know it's just getting out in stores. I wanted to help out the listeners. Maybe they wanted to go get it, and I would say, meh. If you like a really bitter West Coast style IPA, it's it's good, but you can get other West Coast style IPAs as well. Right. I'm. I'd give this like a maybe give it three seven five. It's drinkable. It's passable. Nothing memorable. Um, I thought you were hopping on the three point five train with me. All aboard. I, was, I, I <laughs> thought about it. I thought about it, but I feel like a 3.5 is something like that I probably wouldn't drink again. And not saying that I w- would ever drink this again either, but I'm not opposed Wait. to like I'm not a, I'm not opposed to drinking another one if that makes sense. Like sort of. I mean, you're basically saying you would only reserve a three and a half for a beer you wouldn't buy again. And you're saying that you would have this beer again if somebody gave it to you, but you wouldn't order it. Yeah, I think I think. I think kind of like my baseline here is if I was at a bar that only served like, you know, macro brews. And you go into the hop slammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And macro, you know, Bell's is a macro brew, but it's also kind of, it was just recently a micro brew. I would have ordered this. I would still order this, but I'm not going to go out of my way to, to repurchase it, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm not going to try and question your logic too much. It's a 375. You're man of people, Tud Prime. Um... <laughs> Sponsored by Amazon. So I got it up here on Untapped. Um, what do you think the thirteen thousand two hundred and six people have rated this Hop Slam twenty twenty two variant? Thirteen thousand people already. It came out uh-huh. less than a month ago. People are on top of it. Wow. I I think people like Hop Slam. I don't know how much they like Hop Slam. I didn't. I didn't really. You know. I didn't mind it. I don't like it, but I know people love it. Um, that was part of the reason I went out of my way to get it, is I was like, hey, everybody always talks up Hop Slam. I don't know. So it's going to be over a four, I guess. F- 4.15. Not bad. Enough to get on the board, but uh, leaving a lot of room with a 4.31. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 0.16. Uh, that's quite That's average. very far. That is not man of people <laughs> right there. That is... I mean, and and like not to not to you know scoff or anything, but Hop Slam, just the general Hop Slam, uh, with one hundred and eighty six thousand nine hundred and twenty nine ratings, is a four point two seven. Wow! So you're literally just like not even there. You're like this is not this beer was made for everybody but Tud. This yeah, this is not a we've learned this is not a Tud IPA. It's not no. a Tud IPA. Tud no. wants a gentle caress of the hop and not a Hop Slam. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and I like I like bitter beers. Like, um, you know, Magic Hat used to do a really bitter, you know, super bitter IPA that I loved. This just doesn't do it for me. And I, I think I think I I hype myself up for honey because I'm a big honey guy. Yeah. And the fact that I get no honey, 
even though there's a dollop of, of it in it, I just I think it I think it doesn't do it for me. No, hey, not for everybody. That's fair. Not for everybody. I had the 2019 version okay. of Pop Slam, and I did enjoy it. Uh, according to to old me, I gave it a four and a quarter. But I enjoy the bitter those bitter beers. So um, sounds like it's more made for me. Bells, if you want to reach out for sponsorship or whatever, just you know sponsor one third of this podcast. Chris, Chris will will get a second heart and plant it into his body for I, free Bell's two-hearted beer. Yes, yes, I will. Yes, <laughs> no, and I will. I will comment a little bit later too. I think that you know it is as weird as this is to say. It may change as it warms up a little bit because it does have honey. Right. I don't know. I don't think of it. I, I don't think of a warm IPA. So yeah, I don't. I don't. It may, it may change a little bit. It might, it, some of those bee stings might, they might subdue a little bit as, as they become oh, warmer. So, because as we know, bee stings, right. bee stings, you know, hurt less as they get warmer. Bees right. fly south to for the winter. So, when it gets warm, or no, when it gets, <laughs> damn it, bees fly north for the winter. Um, yeah, they, they they reverse course. They yeah. they wave at the birds as they pass them by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whoops oh man all right chris what are you drinking so i have a kind of a fun throwback uh for me and you know talking about some of our uh you know sponsorships and all that fun stuff and i thought it would be only fitting to bring our brewery sponsor of the pod labyrinth brewing company oh gee um yeah i know i know we haven't had them in a while um, I've been I've been going through I have like all these bottles just all over my house. I've been going through slowly putting them in the fridge, drinking them on stream, drinking them on here, and this is the one that I picked for today. Um it's called Barrel Aged Kuato. K U A T O. Um I may be saying that wrong, but um and it's an imperial red ale aged in virgin oak barrels. So Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff happening. I'm not the biggest uh, I'm not the biggest red ale fan, so I'm curious how this is going to work. But I ended up buying this. Uh, they had like a buy three for 40 bucks or something like that, like specialty bottles or what? I don't or buy three for 30 or four. I don't know. It was some kind of money. Uh, some monies I gave them and they gave me three bottles of beer. And um, and this was one of them. Uh, so I haven't uh, haven't tried it yet. I'm very excited to try it. Uh, despite b- being a red, not the biggest fan of reds, but. I like most things bar- uh, barrel aged, so yeah, that looks like um, one of those fancy half liter size bottles. It's it's a it's an English pint. I think it's sixteen nine. So um, and it is nine point two percent ABV, which I don't think I quite realized when I put it in the fridge, but that's all right. <laughs> so fun. F- I I don't. I st- I'm drawing a blank. It's been a while since I've watched this movie. Uh, but the the name Kuwaru, and I'm just gonna assume that that's how it's pronounced. Um. Is actually a character from the movie Total Recall. Oh, Obert, if you have you seen Total Recall, I'm assuming Chris has not. So the, that's our Schwarzenegger, right? He goes to Mars. Correct. Oh, yes. Spoiler. Spoiler. No. Yeah. I was going to watch it, it tomorrow. Like, I think it came out like 1991. <laughs> it's pretty good. I actually recently watched that movie for the entire way through, um, like last year, I think, on HBO Max. Might still be on there. But is, so, is Kuwata the the little? Uh, that's another spoiler. If it is who I think it is, but it's he's like the the little like yeah the thing. That guy. Oh yeah, like, there's a picture of him on the can. 
Oh, okay. The bottle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the bottle's got a picture of the Kawadu. He's the leader. The I'll say he's the leader of the rebellion on Mars without spoiling anything. Yeah. So, he's the so thing spoiled. that he's the thing that comes out of the stomach. Okay. So you are going to spoil it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just going to spoil it. That's fine. Okay. It's the movie came out. I still don't know when it came out. Early um, 90s is probably right. 1990. Okay. Yeah. Very early 90s. <laughs> It might be Kuto, I think might be how it's pronounced, but I don't know. It's, like I said, I could barely remember who the character was, but right. anyway. Labyrinth, Labyrinth right Labyrinth in. Correct, right us, in. correct us on, on Arnold, right in. <laughs> um, the head was intense. Still is. <laughs> well, that's because you poured it. No, I mean, like, I don't think, I, I think there was really no saving this one head-wise. I don't think even, <laughs> even the most skilled pourer of beer in the entire world Um could uh, could could have saved this. Look at this thing. This thing is just like frothy head. Like oh wow! Super froth, super frothy. It it's got like a it's erupted. I don't know if you guys can see this. It's like a, could, it's like a super it's a super volcano. You could scoop that head out of the beer and make a little tiny snowman out of it. <laughs> it, it That's is how very, thick it is. It is very thick. Let's see. See if I can make a snow person. It doesn't so, taste like snow. So Chris, how do you, as as somebody who has a, a shit ton of bottles as well. How do you uh, justify it to yourself to drink your bottles on just 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 for the hell of it? Like I always feel like I have to like save them because I'm like, oh, maybe one day Chris and or Ober or both will be here at my house and and I need these beers to share with them. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's tough. Um, I don't know. I just I I try going through and plus I I need something for the podcast. Like to me, this is kind of special. So it's like. You know, I don't get to share it with you guys, but at least it's a new beer. I mean, it's episode so, 175. That's kind of a special it, number. I mean, it is episode 175. Um, so you know, it's kind of it's one of those it's one of those things where I'm just like, okay, I need something, and I I still go through and I'm like, do I want this one? Do I want this one? No, this one I'm gonna save. This that and the other thing, and then it gets to the point where it's like, well, this one's really old, so why would I drink it now? I've already waited f- five years. So <laughs> special. Yeah, I'm gonna make it even special. It's like I don't know. It's like one of those things where uh, we t- we talked about it a long time ago. But it's like if you keep waiting for special occasions and then like nothing happens, then like what are you gonna do? You're just gonna amass bottles forever? I mean, I guess I'm sure people do that. I'm I'm doing uh, a good job at it. <laughs> and I I still have a decent amount. Like I have. Uh, I mean, you can see it like kind of over on the shelf behind me. Like those are all like multiple years of uh, Fox the the witch meadow like i i still oh, have okay. like i still have like batch one that like <laughs> i i haven't opened yet i have singularity in not not in here but i have in the other the other room like i i still have quite a few but i'm i'm trying i'm trying to like be like okay this one you're gonna go in the fridge we're gonna drink you <laughs> okay once you make it to the fridge then the drinking part's easy but <laughs> i don't know i i would say like go through and like pick like one or two that you you're interested in trying but you wouldn't feel like too bad and then it kind of like breaks the seal and then you're just like okay now and it helps that i stream because i can do it on stream too but once a week you can get rid of an old bottle you know and it's true i'm always i always like i want to obviously try all the bottles i own because i bought them but at the same time i'm like well what if what if chris wants to try this too next time he's in town and then you're upset because you never got to try it I would, and I would be. So, like, that's that's something that you have to deal with. Like, <laughs> you're gonna get a text from Chris out of the blue, like <laughs> accusing you of drinking a beer that he's never heard of. 
<laughs> You're like, did you drink this thing? I swear I heard a bottle open. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie, you guys. I don't know if I'm going to be able to review this beer this century. I can tell you from the looks, uh, it's, a, it's a very dark beer, uh, a little cloudy. Um, you know, you can't really see it. It looks black in the webcam, but it is, it, it is like a dark brown. It's a dark brown, uh, maybe like a, maybe like a, a redwood um but uh it is it is more dark a little clear at the bottom but it is hazier more than anything like i said the head is the head is un unmistakable like it's just it's just it's just there i get some of those barrel smells like the oaky barrel like from from where it was aged and it wasn't aged in anything except for the barrels it, it they're virgin oak barrels so um you know no bear no 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 bourbons no nothing like that so um Untapped says that it's uh, it's an imperial red ale aged in vir- urgent virgin oak barrels. Get ready to open your mind and start the reactor. Kuwatu combines a complex malt backbone and citrusy hops and some serious wood character. Yeah, definitely getting heavy heavy barrels so far on the smell. I might just try and power through and try and get to the beer. We're like about an inch an inch of head right now, <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna make for a good mustache at least. So. Um, so here we go. Let's see if we can make it through and see how this how this is. I should probably mention this is probably about I don't know maybe six to nine months old, depending on when they when they bottled it. So um, it probably has a on the, the the can the thing, huh? It doesn't. But anyways, so here we go. We're gonna try. But try to drink through the head. Red Solo cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. Okay. Okay, um, so start off. Uh, it is. It does taste uh, very much like a uh, like an oak barrel. I can only I can only say it's like akin to like a oh man I don't know like a like a wine that you would put into an oak barrel. Uh, oak barrel. I don't know what goes into an oak barrel. Everything does every wine go in an oak, oak barrel? I don't know about anything about wine. All right, forget wine. Uh, this is not wine. Um, the beer itself, it it's definitely like. It's strong. It's strong. The nine point two percent is very prevalent on the back end. Um, it's it's okay. Okay. The more I drink it, the more uh, my mouth gets used to it. It's it's not quite as harsh, but you can tell it's nine point two percent. The beer does a very good job of mellowing out the oak a smidge, um, but it is very oaky. So if you're if you're a person that does not like uh, just straight oak, um, you know, shout out to my mom. I know she doesn't care for it, but uh, if you don't like straight like oak, um, it might not be something for you. But the beer does a good job of um, of combating it a little bit. Um, the the red ale is uh, sweet; it's it's a little sweet, um, which helps. And uh, I get a little bit of citrus, uh, but it's not it's not overpowering. It's nothing too crazy. Um, but it is it is very good. I mean, the more I drink it, the the less harsh all the flavors become. Because at first it is it is a lot for your mouth. Um, yeah, so I mean that's pretty much how I get. It. I get like a, a decent amount of sweetness up front, um, and then uh, it kind of like transitions into some of the harsher barrel aged uh, flavors, um, and uh, leaves you with a little bit of a almost like a. It's gonna sound weird. Like my mouth's a little dry. It's a little a little. It's it's not a very. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But does it feel like, like it's been stung by a thousand bees? No, actually, there's not many bee stings in this. Um, no bee stings. Not not many bee stings. Um, you know, but uh, but I mean, it's 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 good. It's not quite. I'm not gonna say it's quite my beer. Um, 
I think it's good. It's it's well done. Um, you know, the red ale. Uh, in the past, I've had issues with some red ales, but this one's nice and uh, got some sweetness to it, and that that does help. Um, and uh, I mean, other than that, I mean, it's it's solid. It's not anything. I don't think it's too too crazy, but I think it's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna give it a three seven five. Um, nice. It's it it's it's good. It's it's good. It's well done. It's a well done beer. Um, I think if maybe I don't I, I'm not I, I mean maybe if it was a bourbon barrel or maybe not maybe bourbon wouldn't work well with a red ale but like maybe like a rum or a tequila or something like that I don't know it's just a, to add a little bit of extra flavor on the back end um, f- different flavor on the back end I should say I have an article here from Hop Culture that I was actually just reading um, before we started recording about fooders and um, oh for for. Newer listeners, we've talked about fooders in the past, but they're basically giant oak barrels that you use to age sour beers traditionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like a, an interview that they did with fooder crafters, um, people who make fooders. And one of the questions in the article is, do fooders get toasted and charred like oak barrels for wine? Uh, it says that fooder crafters uses oak air dried for at least two years and um, the oak gets steamed after assembly to extract extract the tannins and begin hydrating the tank. And then there's a quote from the owner that says, we also toast or char the interior of the fooders to our customer specifications. It's pretty rare that a brewery requests no toast. The spiciness slash sharpness of raw oak isn't usually something they're going for. So uh, it was interesting that you Hmm. mentioned that this was virgin oak barrels. um, And I wasn't sure if that meant they don't get that two-year drying out process or if it, they're not toasted or charred at all and um if you're getting that that sharper spicier notes at all oh man that's something to think about i mean it let me let me, let me let's, let's take a uh, investigative sip investigative journalism here um it's a tough job mm. i mean i wouldn't be surprised um it is it is it is sharp on the end um it's a very uh, you know uh i don't drink a lot of straight oak just straight oak beers or anything like that so it's hard for me to compare it to it's all it's normally a bourbon barrel or blah 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 um i just assumed that virgin meant this has never barreled anything before versus uncharred uncharred you know um i again could be wrong labyrinth slash barrels right in um but i mean it's 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 good it's a good beer um 375 for me um and um hopefully i can get i can just punt it and get within 0.16 so <laughs> to earn, earn that tally mark so there are 22 check-ins on untap oh boy that is not a lot for a beer a beer that's like that much that old um okay i think labyrinth does labyrinth does good beer the 22 people that check it in are probably like oh big time labyrinth snobs that's where i'm going with this okay they're big time. They're the Tuds of the world, right? Um, even though Tud hasn't checked this one in, but um, <laughs> I think they're at Labyrinth all the time. They don't do anything wrong. Like you know, Labyrinth could never do anything wrong. Not that you can sponsor the pod, um, but uh, let me see. Um, shoot, shoot. But it is it is it is a different beer. It is a different beer. I don't want to psych myself out. I don't want to go too high. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a, a four four point. I'm watching Tud see if he reacts. Uh, I think it's going to be a 4.07. Well, you're close. 
In fact, you're right on. It's a 4.07. Oh, no way. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Oh, man. Oh, I'd like to thank the Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. This is how it happens, though. They come, like, right at one, like, you know, they're very, very quick. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. Golly. This is how Overt felt the other day and Uh how I felt once before. Um, It's crazy, though, that we have this the new rule where you only get the tally marks for the closest without being correct. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, we voted on it's that wild that, that you don't get a tally mark for this. It's so strange. Oh, man. Yes. Okay. And that was a last-minute adjustment in my head. I was like, I was going to go 405. I was going to punt it. I'm like, no. I want to I get a better coverage. Boom. Covered. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. How many stars do I get? And with that, closing the third gate, too. Gatekeeper. Over oh, my, oh, my goodness. I am the gatekeeper. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Oh man. That's awesome. I'm, all, stars I'm, I'm on thrilled. I'm I'm freaking I'm 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 streaming after this. Let's go. With your celebratory <laughs> beer to celebrate getting it right. Oh man. Like, we got it right. <laughs> there should be a rule that if you get it right, you have to have another beer. And you have to keep rating and guessing beers until you get it wrong. Until you get it wrong. Yeah. Until you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that would be <laughs> You get a free guess when you get it right. <laughs> oh man well there you go nicely done congratulations baby. on your 15th tally mark and you, uh, your second time second. there you go getting it perfect it's the only time it's ever been done i mean the only time with this oh, beer man with this beer i know what is it what is it so four times out of 175 episodes give or take because we didn't do it the whole time um okay eh, okay yeah i think you look at our tallies we've only done it Oh yeah, you know about fifty episodes. So okay, that's not what nine percent. Oh, eight percent. So cool. Well, that was exciting for everybody involved. <laughs> Tud is literally speechless. Of, he can't. Uh, he how, has no, how, no words. How good I? I got nothing. I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say. Numbers. <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah, I'm so. I'm so. I'm. I'm so pumped and pumped. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna put me over as a handle. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of handles, yeah. it is that time of the episode where we head over to our frosty mug of wisdom, fill it up with uh, life advice, hacks, wisdomy wisdom, maybe a little special Valentine's Day shout out this week. Who knows? Um, well, I mean, we're kind of we're kind of gonna be a little too late for that. But we're recording on Valentine's Day, so Chris has got the pink lights. You know, I do. Yeah. Um, whatever one, whatever too shameless to celebrate things that happened in the past on this podcast. But first, <laughs> let's hear from our Valentine Jordan with uh, with our frosty mug of wisdom song. Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug.
log of wisdom. Finish Echlovato. Jordan, thank you as always. Wreck my podcast. Check him out there um, for just a good time. You know, I don't know what he's doing for Valentine's Day. Maybe they got a special episode. But uh, without further ado, Hong Kong Kong, Hong Kong Kong, superstar of the people. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you crushed it this week. Uh, tell all those other 22 people thank you for giving you the right average <laughs> such, <laughs> such a low check yeah if one kind of makes me upset because had i have checked it in it's possible that you wouldn't have had it right i mean if i go check it in right now i would probably not get it right <laughs> there you go next time you're thinking about you're being too lazy to check in a beer tad just think your checking could be the thing that stops chris from getting another tally mark <laughs> i don't True. know it, it seems impossible to do. I just get them right. Boom, 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 boom. Right, right, right. You know? All right. But so. as a man of people, Chris, That's me. who's going first tonight? Um, I'm actually going to go first myself as a, as a gift to you non-rights. Um, I am going to go. And it's actually, uh, you know, I have, you know, I have a couple. And th- these are, um, I'll go with one that may be have more applications outside of what uh what i use it for okay and i bought myself recently a uh, a stream deck um for uh my streaming setup and what it is is basically it's just like a really quick uh like keypad um where i can program a bunch of macros and uh sounds and things like that that i can use for stream um whether it be sending a messages um you know, switching between scenes, things like that, which is all very nifty if you're a streamer. It helps out a lot. Like instead of you know searching, you just hit your button, boom, you're on you're on whatever screen you need, right? Um, you know, it, it's 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 called a stream deck. It's made for streaming. However, it does have applications and usage outside of streaming that may be helpful for um, everyday folks. Like um, if you have certain programs that you log onto your computer and you open your email, your excel web browser blah 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 you can program all that to one button so you just boom hit it it pulls everything up for you already um same thing with macros if you want to send an email whatever you can boom hit it from wherever you are it'll pull up your email uh getting it ready to send so um yes it is made for streamers um however i've seen a lot of videos recently where it's like how to use it outside and those are just some of the instances so it's kind of like a just a neat little keypad over here that i can have boom if i want to throw points in the chat or whatever funny noises i can now why why wouldn't you why would you use this over like the f keys on your pro- keyboard yeah programming some of the the buttons on your keyboard to do it uh i just from ease i don't know i, I it's like I can name it whatever I want. I can put pictures on it if I'd like to. They're all in the same spot. They're off to the side. I don't know. Just for me, it's easier. I don't know. I don't use the F keys very much, but 
I don't know. So that, but anywho, you don't have to use it if you don't want to. But I like it. So. <laughs> no, it, it sounds interesting. I just I I had that question. Um. Anyways, Obert, go ahead. All right, for this Valentine's Day uh, <laughs> handle, I'll uh, I'll I'll shout it over to a, a game that I love and have been playing more of lately. Uh, and I I I teased it I think last week. That's Stardew Valley. Um, it's not a new game. It's been out for a while, but they have uh, new patches where there's a lot more end game content. The game is basically a farming sim, but it's kind of so much more than that. You can, in addition to being a farmer, you're also in the mines mining ore and hunting monsters. You're developing friendships and relationships with peoples in the town. Um, you're going fishing. You're doing collecting wood and other resources. But uh, it's it advertises itself as kind of just like a chill, laid-back game which definitely can be, but uh, you can also get really into it, as I have been doing lately. Um, like I said, not a new game. I think it's probably about five, six years old at this point, but there was a, a patch uh, about a year ago that, that added um, way more stuff. So if you've played it before, um, I think it's worth picking up again. And if you've never played it before, add it to your wish list. I have it for my computer. I know some people have it for their phones. It's a good mobile game, for sure. Um, I think at least one of you has it for your Switch, right? But uh, I know, Chris, your wife's been playing it too. And that's what I'll, another yeah. thing I should mention is it's a good multiplayer game. So you could play this um, either locally, maybe not locally, but you could play it if you have two different consoles in your house, probably. But you could also play it remotely, uh, co-op, yeah. too. Yeah, Dana's been, like, obsessed again. And I played... A, a, I played on. I played. I played it a lot, but I played it a while ago. And she's sitting on the couch talking about all this stuff, and I'm just like, man, not, this wasn't in the game. Yeah, this, this is part <laughs> of the game. So it makes me want to play again. But I know it's a dangerous rabbit hole. So yeah, like, <laughs> without yeah, without giving too many details away, I think one of my biggest issues I had was when I got to a certain point in the game. The first time I played, I was like, okay, there's like some achievements that I'd have to keep playing for a really long time to accomplish, but right. I've kind of accomplished most every other goal. So it'd be a lot of just kind of just getting money and just doing not a lot of stuff. Now they've entered, added some things that kind of help bridge the gap from like the, the finishing, you know, your first couple of years on the farm and having done all the events to the late game where you're just like trying to rack in millions of dollars. Like that bridge really helped me stay engaged and, and add more time to this game. And, and it's one thing I'm really enjoying about it. So nice. um, I'll put the link to the trailer in the show notes. Um, goes on sale sometimes. Yeah. Check it out. But uh, Tud, what do you got for us? Yeah. So uh, my handle this week is, uh, I think a pretty useful tool when traveling um, and, or, I guess I guess you could use it in the house too. Um, but for anybody who owns any electronic item, you are burdened by the the amount of um, chargers that you have to support. You know, once you get one electronic item, maybe you get another one, and you get another one, and you get another one. Wireless electronic items. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cell cell phones, video game co- consoles, portable ones, watches. You know, you name it. Headphones. Well. When I travel, I usually I, I used to just crumple them all up in a in a ball and shove them in my backpack. 
And then, you know, when you need to get a, a cord, you have to fish it out. And- you tape a note to it that says, like, TSA, not a bomb. Just so they know. Yes. Right. Yes. But, like, having to find, like, having, like, quick access or easy access, I guess, is was, has always been a pain in the ass. Because, like, then you got to take that ball out and you got to, like, unwind your cell phone charger. And you're like, all right, cool. There's my one cord I needed. Well, uh, last week when I was traveling, I, uh, right before I left, I bought a, a, a wire organizer. It's like a little, like, like a, a little, like, portfolio for wires that has like it has like elastic bands on the inside that are like sewn in so you can stick your wires in there so they're all nice and organized and there's a little pocket for like the little the usb charging bricks that go into the wall it's it's really nice and it also keeps my my travel bag nice and neat and clean nice so So, this is like an amazon amazon product it is hashtag you know tud prime amazon product (laughs) um yeah, there's a bunch of them, but we'll link to the one I bought. Uh, it's by Bag Bag Sort, or I think Bag Sort or Bag Store, something like that. Uh, it's great. It's it's a little bit bigger than I would have liked it, but then I learned that I had so many wires that having the the bigger size actually didn't hurt. But I'm sure there are probably smaller ones out there too, in case like you don't travel with 87 chargers like like me. Um, <laughs> but it, it it is super helpful. And it you know it makes your bag a lot more neat and organized, and it you know and it it compresses everything so it's nice and thin. Uh, I I slipped it in right near my my laptop and in, in the laptop holder part of my backpack, and it was perfect. Nice. I'm having a little trouble visualizing it, but I bet with an Amazon link I'll be able to click on it and see. And like, oh yeah, I get it now. Like the puzzle board we had two weeks ago. Like you gotta <laughs> see it to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. I w- I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I I like the idea because we've all been there. Uh, like I have the bag of shitty wires, but like I, I I would have to see it. But it sounds it sounds exactly perfect for traveling. Well, and I think it's also fair second. to say that Ted travels the most out of all of us. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. So Bag Smart is actually the company, as I mm. said. Is it Bag? Um, bags Bags Smart Bags One One S. Oh, okay. That's not what I I don't know what I was envisioning, but that makes sense now. And it has a spot for like pens and it has a spot for i guess a mouse according to the picture it also has a little sd card spot but overall it's it's really nice um like i said it's it the pictures make it look smaller than it actually is mm. uh, it's a little bit bigger it, it does show the dimensions it's 9.8 inches by 6.7 inches i do wish they embroidered so a little thing that says not a bomb on it that would be nice <laughs> <laughs> well it does say tsa approved for air travel Oh, there, you, there go. you go. If you need something to smuggle your bomb in on a plane, buy a bag smart. I'm sure that's exactly how they want us to advertise uh-huh. their product. That's what <laughs> Ted said at first. So. so, yeah, so check that out because that, that's that's one of the cooler things I bought. And I bought it when it was on sale. It was not eighteen ninety nine when I bought it. So you're saying wait for a sale. Got you. Yeah, I mean, or buy a cheaper one, buy an alternative. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will go first, and I will thank Bell's Brewing for their Hop Slam AL 2022 version. I would like to thank Labyrinth Brewing Company for their Barrel Age Cuato. And I want to thank Founders for their Fruitwood. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you'd like to join the conversation in real time, head over to Discord and join, you know, the listeners over there where we talk about things, you know, as, you know, whenever somebody wants to talk about it, they just make a little post and 
We'll we'll talk about anything. Um, a lot of airing also, of please. grievances on the of of things on the podcast. If you think we if you think we slighted a thing you like or or malign something, just tell us in the Discord. We'll we'll defend ourselves. <laughs> that is true. Blevin tried to make a, a point this past week that Kiwi should have been allowed to change her guest from the last podcast, but we know that's against the rules. Um, so rules are rules, and you have to deal with it. Uh, also, make sure you head over to Patreon, subscribe for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, you know, break that down by a week if you need to. It's you know less than a quarter, or it's a quarter or less, I guess I should say. Uh, where you get extra episodes of Drinking Alone with Friends, um, and you know for just a little bit, just a little dollar, it helps kind of support the podcast. And finally, if you're kind of cheap and you don't want to help support the podcast with monetary value, you can head over to to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a five star rating and a review because that also is just as helpful as giving us money directly but almost almost as helpful <laughs> almost almost but you know what if you really it's it's basically like a tip jar if you think that if we provide you you know some entertainment once a week and you enjoy that you should go over there and tip us that's that's kind of how this goes I but think. but but you could still listen for free <laughs> like, still you could still, still listen listening. to you still could listen for free i should i shouldn't say that but or i should say that yes you can still listen for free so if you feel like we're not worth it, that's cool too. You're still worth it in my hearts, listeners. Um, and with that, my name's Tud. Happy birthday, Mom. My name's Chris. Happy Valentine's Day, people. Ex-Valentine's <laughs> Day. Old Valentine's Day. Old Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, and I'm Obert. And if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. And also, happy birthday to Ted's mom. <laughs> <laughs>